This episode of the Jay Doherty Podcast is affiliated with Blueberry. Go to Blueberry.com, that's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com, and use promo code Jay Doherty at checkout for one month free. The Jay Doherty Podcast, episode number 18, recorded Wednesday, March 28th, 2018. Hi, this is Ryan Clark from the JDRC Politics Podcast, and you're listening to the Jay Doherty Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Jay Doherty Podcast. My name is Jay Doherty, and today I am uh, kind of making a special episode because uh, what we're covering today is a little bit special, and we're breaking the normal schedule. So normally, uh, as you may know if you've been listening for a little while, you know that uh, I normally release these episodes every Monday at 5 a.m., but uh, today... I am releasing this episode uh, on Wednesday, probably in the afternoon. I'm recording this fairly early in the morning. Um, so this will be up uh, Wednesday afternoon for sure. Now, what I so Apple had an event yesterday, if you didn't know, um, and this is an exclusive. You see the you know the cover art. It says news, tech, and more. This is a tech episode. So this is all covering what Apple announced at their event. And I do want to point out this event was in. Uh, Chicago Lane Tech, which is a great public high school, um, more PhDs coming out of there than any other public school uh, in the world. You know they don't assign PhDs, but the people who graduate gets more get more uh, PhDs than any other high school in the world. Um, and in in this of course took place in Chicago, where I am sitting here and recording this right now. So that was really cool, very special. I was I did not uh, attend the event, however. I was very lucky to cover it, and what I'm doing right now is covering it. So uh, I'm going to be pointing out a little bit of highlights. Uh, I'll be giving some commentary occasionally about what they're what they're going to be doing. Um, CNET actually put out a phenomenal video uh, just recently about some event highlights, and I uh, with that video I compiled a little bit uh, of my own event highlights and put them together to form this. And I'm going to to form what I'm about to play for you, and I'll provide some commentary uh, as well about what's going to be happen, happening um, at this event. So here's uh, Apple CEO Tim Cook um, trans- transitioning over from his you know, opening monologue uh, to the iPad. Moments like this mean so much to everyone at Apple. They inspire us to create even better products that help kids learn and unlock their amazing creative genius. Today, we're going to take those experiences even further. And to start it off, we're going to talk about iPad. And to do that, I'd like to invite Greg Joswick up to the stage. Greg? So Greg Joswick is the vice president of iOS and iPad uh, iPhone product marketing. The new 9.7-inch iPad takes everything people love about our most popular iPad and make it even better for inspiring creativity and learning. Apple Pencil and iPad Pro has become the creative tool of choice by the world's most demanding pro artists, illustrators, and designers. It's incredibly fast, fluid, and precise. And it feels completely natural to use. Well, we wanted to bring that amazing experience to even more people. So now our most affordable iPad has support for our most creative tool, Apple Pencil. And again, this iPad is priced at $200. It's very cheap in We're comparison. We're providing a high-resolution touch system with sub-pixel precision to this iPad. This will enable ultra-low latency, 
pencil support, and the same tilt and pressure sensing that had made Apple Pencil such a hit. It's so versatile for the things you do every day at school, like taking notes. Apple Pencil works beautifully with the built-in notes app. And markup, it's now just so easy to mark up a worksheet, assignment, or screenshot. And of course, the great education apps like Explain Everything that already support Apple Pencil will work with this new iPad. And it goes so much further. There's an incredible universe of apps designed for Apple Pencil on iPad Pro that will now be available to everyone. And on this, uh, they, they show a little bit of a diagram here, or not a diagram, just a collection of apps that um, they hope will inspire education. These apps include Evernote, Excel, Notability, uh, Word, GoodNotes, uh, let's see here, PowerPoint, um, a number of apps that are mainly educational, and they also talk about, later in the event, uh, how they are inspiring education through their own software development. So we'll continue to listen uh, for that. And more and more iPad pencil-enabled apps, and new uses for Apple Pencil just keep coming. This iPad comes loaded with all the other great features built for iPad and iOS 11, and our terrific apps like GarageBand Clips, iMovie Notes, and the iWorks Suite that help, can help anyone be more creative. And since we've made both the hardware and the software, nothing comes even close to offering the powerfully simple or magical experience that iPad can. And even with all these enhancements, we're pleased that we're able to offer this new iPad for the same $329 starting price for, cons for consumers, and we're super pleased to offer this for schools for just $299. I made a mistake. It was actually $299. I think I said $199 before, but it's only $299, and it's available to today. today. We'll start shipping to our customers and arriving in stores this week. That's pretty good, actually. I mean, that's, yeah. Now let's talk about something really cool, augmented reality. So this is really where AR the event gets very hyped. They sell the, the sizzle with augmented reality. Not only, uh, you know, they did this uh, previously with WWDC, their Worldwide Developers Conference, which the next annual one is coming up in June. Their last one, they really hyped up AR, um, and especially with the iPhone 10 and iPhone 8, they have a couple new announcements with augmented reality, uh, uh, specifically with an iPad. So here's what he had to say. AR on the iPad helps students experience and understand these concepts much more deeply than they ever could before. The last app I'm going to show you is one of my favorites. It's called Frogopedia by DesignMate, and it allows you to experience biology in a way you never could before. With the magic of AR, students can place a virtual frog right on their desk. And they can explore the inner workings of that frog in a way they never could with a real frog. They're showing a cool video where they it literally looks like there's a frog and they can dissect it virtually, which is kind of cool. Not to mention some serious implications for the frog. Students can dissect a virtual frog with their Apple Pencil. They can even take a built-in quiz to identify the individual organs. We just love this stuff. It is pretty cool. You can uh, watch the full event at j-dordia.com slash Apple Education. earlier, great teachers and powerful technology are an incredible combination. So now I'd like to invite Susan Prescott to the stage to tell you about all the things we're doing for these great teachers. And Susan Prescott is the Vice President of Product Marketing for Apple. Teachers are the heart of the classroom. And we know it takes dedicated, passionate teachers to fuel students' curiosity and to guide them to their full creative potential. 
So we want to help teachers use our products to create engaging and personal learning experiences for all kinds of learners. But we want to help you do more to communicate and connect with students and give them the personal attention they deserve. So today, I am very excited to introduce a brand new app called Schoolwork. So this app is really cool. They have details ahead, but basically what it does is it allows teachers to give... Oh, actually, here, let me just have her tell you. easy for you to assign handouts, to tap into the power of apps that make the iPad amazing, and to get visibility into each student's progress. So let's take a look. When you open Schoolwork, you can see all your classes as well as any upcoming assignment. Okay, so really quickly, I just want to pause here. Um, this is a really cool app, and as you may know, if you follow this type of stuff, this technology stuff and, you know, technology in the classroom, Google and Apple's competitors are kind of leading in this. They are, um, Apple's a little bit late to the game, but hopefully this w they will do well. Most uh, classrooms have Chromebooks, uh, if you don't know already, um, number one, because they're cheap, and number two, because they're, 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 I mean, there's pretty much no actual software, everything is on the internet, um, for the most part, uh, the only thing, I mean, it's basically just, you know, it's kind of like a, um, just a, a portal to the internet. It does do a couple of other things, but the main focus of a Chromebook is on the internet, which makes it extremely more easy to monitor. But with, you know, monitor students' progress and what they're doing to make sure they don't go off task, of course, which is <laughs> very important. Um, also, it was, it was inferred that Apple um, wants to do more. Now, there are, you'll see a little bit later, um, improving critics points that Apple are they're a little bit stingy with their education uh tools that they're providing not really so much that it's like obvious but you see they'll hold back on a little bit just to see how this goes which I think is kind of smart from business kind of like perspective when they're holding back and they're not doing something uh you know that yeah you know like that their competitors are doing they're just kind of trying it out and they're probably going to plan to do it for example uh later in the event they mention that for education educational iPads each iPad gets 200 gigabytes of storage uh however if you have a Google device um each educational device gets unlimited storage now 200 gigabytes is like, virtually unlimited i mean no i mean you can store a lot on 200 gigabytes a lot uh you know if you're just doing schoolwork for video files i mean i have i have an extension collection of uh drives that allow me to store um you know tens of terabytes at it you know but but for, for school you know that's not you don't need terabytes of storage um however google does offer it so um apple you know 200 gigabytes i even even for the person who has a um Google device probably doesn't even go over 200 gigabytes, uh, a student or a teacher, so it doesn't really matter. Let's go back to Susan Prescott telling us about um, the uh, new schoolwork app um, that's built into Apple education devices. You might want to send your class a simple field trip reminder or a group project assignment or maybe today's math homework. It's literally as easy as sending an email. Now that's really cool, um, especially because it's integrated. You don't need to buy a third-party app or install a third-party app. In our ecosystem, that let students and teachers in the classroom 
learn and create in ways they never could before. Again, they're showing apps like Duolingo, iXL, Quizlet, Excel, everything like that. In schoolwork, we're introducing a groundbreaking new way to bring apps into your classroom. Now, of course, student lets you point uh, students and teachers, uh, schoolwork will let you point students to an app, and that's great, but that's not enough. What's really cool is we make it easy for you to assign students a specific activity within an app. So with one tap, students can go directly to that activity you wanted them to complete. For example, this is the integers activity from the Kahoot app. Now assigning an activity within an app is as easy as assigning a worksheet. But can it be just as easy to check on their progress? With schoolwork, it is. <laughs> and with just a tap, I can see a detailed view of all the students' work. Kind of incredible. So this means their documents. And their if, if you look at the event, you'll be able to see that it's kind of, um, uh, it's, it's like, you'll see that they're 90% uh, completed, they're 15 their minutes through the event, uh, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, um, and you'll, it's all in the schoolwork app, but I what I believe is that, uh, what I think is um, that Apple, before they had this event, they asked educational apps such as Kahoot, IXL, um, and other apps that they're going to be using and integrating through their technology to just hand over stats in a way like that they can, you know, easily view, that teachers can easily view in the school app. Um, because as you may know with Apple Watch and other Apple products, you can view stats from other apps inside of, uh, you know, from in other third-party apps inside of um a built-in app that's through Apple. So I believe that's probably what they did. However, they might just be accessing the, uh, the, the uh, app's data, which could be a little bit of controversial, but for schoolwork, I don't think it really is. Let's keep listening. Activities, and that's important for many reasons, but one is we think it will allow teachers to be able to tailor to the needs and the potential of their students by getting this kind of view. We're really excited about that. So. That is, Today, that is really cool. I am so excited to announce we're building a brand new curriculum to inspire a new kind of learning experience. And we're calling it Everyone Can Create. <laughs> Everyone Can Create is a program designed around the idea that technology can unleash kids' creativity and their creative it's genius in the classroom. And applying these concepts can lead to deeper understanding and demonstration of what they know in any subject. Now, like everyone can code, teachers have free teaching and learning resources. But with everyone can create, we focus on developing skills in four creative disciplines, music, video, photography, and drawing. And those are very powerful ways for kids to express themselves. But we know creativity isn't just about art and music. It's so much more. So this is an area that Apple is really, 
I think leading in this whole creativity, I mean, especially <clears throat> when you compare them to, uh, you know, Microsoft with Windows, I mean, you know, they have Windows Movie Maker and everything, but that really doesn't compare to the, you know, potential of iMovie, which is for free, or even Final Cut Pro, um, but, you know, Final Cut Pro is made by Apple, where Premiere is made by Adobe, which is available on both Mac and Windows, um, and, you know, Apple is kind of a leader in uh, music production because if you go into, I would say, pretty much any music production uh, studio, they're all using Macs. They uh, pretty much all use either, uh, you know, when they're producing songs, either either Logic Pro 10 or uh, X, which is made by Apple for, I think, 200 bucks on the App Store, or you can, you know, they have Pro Tools, which I don't know if it's available on Windows, I'm pretty sure that it's only on Mac, but you can let me know, if, you can email me if I'm wrong, um, but, you know, Apple's really leading in this area of uh, creativity and um, media production and everything like that, so I think it's a good idea that they're taking this media production and the, the you know, capabilities that they already have up to education to further that experience in um, the kind of whole school environment, because, uh, you know, focusing on the arts is extremely important, um, especially in school. The real magic comes when you apply those skills in the classroom to subjects you're already teaching. For example, in photography, skills like composition and lighting can show mathematical patterns that exist in nature. Or a kid can use drawing skills like sketching, texture, or shading to bring out more detail in a history report. Record audio and add background tracks to bring the mood, how you felt when you heard a speech or heard a quote like this. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Fun. And while they, uh, that played, they had a uh, kind of a diagram that presumably was made with this education app. Um, key video concepts like setting and composition and narrative can come to life by telling stories in any subject. Like this video from Nicole's class in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Living cells reproduce through a process called mitosis. First, the cell gets ready to divide by duplicating its DNA. The chromosomes, and I presume through this video, which you can again find at j-story.com slash appleeducation, um, is made by iMovie or some other apps that allow them to create these kind of pretty amazing animations. It's very nice. And that's mitosis. Such amazing work and so much kids can do in the classroom. And there are student guides full of real-world examples and projects to help students build their skills. And of course, there's a robust set of teaching materials that include lesson ideas and class activities for any grade level, and include assessment tips and sample student work. I hope you understand why we believe iPad is best at engaging students in new learning experiences. It's perfect for helping kids unleash their creativity and have freedom of expression. We believe everyone can create, will develop and discover new skills for kids, and we can't wait to see what they do with it. Everyone can create, you can preview today 
with more content coming this summer so you can be ready this fall in the classroom. And that's going to wrap it up for the uh, event highlights in Apple in their special event. Um, uh, but we're, we're going to talk about some of the commercials that they released. Um, and then we're, we'll actually, uh, we'll talk about the tech specs and then we'll talk about the uh, commercials. Um, and, you know, these these uh, Apple Education iPads, I'm sure Apple will have some sort of method of distribution for um, schools. They've been working with uh, Chicago Public Schools or CPS, um, which Tim Cook talks about um, in the beginning to help um, students code their, you know, they've, been teaching and enrolling curriculum to uh, many students around the uh, Chicago area, Chicagoland area, and so many other um, cities and states across the uh, country to help uh, educate people. But, you know, about coding in particular, but Apple has been lacking in education, I feel like, uh, for, a, for a long time. But today they changed that, and they are now... You know, they have all of these ama- this amazing hardware like the iPad and software like uh, the schoolwork. So let's talk about the hardware tech specs. Now, these are nothing, there's nothing crazy. Um, the, you can buy these iPads just, you know, as you're, if you're a consumer. Um, I believe they're available today. Let me just confirm that. Uh, yes, they are available today. Um, you can buy them right now and I believe they're from let's see here 329 so okay uh it comes in the classic colors silver golden space gray uh the models you can get just wi-fi wi-fi and cellular they have for the wi-fi you can get uh, 32 and 128 gigabytes and that goes the same for cellular um size and weight same as in any old 9.7 inch ipad and then in the uh box you get an ipad the lightning to usb cable and then the the uh, brick and the retina, the display is a retina display with an LED backlit multi-touch display with IPS technology. It's 2048 by 1536 pixel resolution at uh, 264 pixels per inch. And it's a fingerprint-resistant uh, oleophobic coating. And it supports Apple Pencil, which is something that um, is very important, I think, you know, through their ads and what they've been saying at these events. Apple Pencil is very important in school. Um, the chip is a A10 Fusion chip with the 64-bit architecture, and then it has the embedded M10 coprocessor, which is actually a pretty powerful chip for an iPad that's just going to be primarily used in school, um, which is pretty awesome. Now, here's the, you know, they were just talking about the arts and media production. Now, they are not going crazy with these specs, but, you know, with camera and video recording, but they're doing, a, you know, nothing terrible. So they have an 8 megapixel camera. I wish they just could do it for 12. Please just do 12 megapixels for the iPad. Um, I guess it doesn't really matter. It's a good price uh, compared to others. But you get live photos, you get autofocus, you get a panorama, which I think is new on the iPad. You can get up to 43 megapixels for that. They have high dynamic range, exposure control, burst mode, tap to focus, timer mode. They have an f uh, 2.4 aperture compared to the, I think, 1.8 aperture on the iPhone. Uh, five element lens, a hybrid IR filter, backside illumination, audio image stabilization, uh body and face detection, photo geotagging, um, and that's only for the camera, but for video recording, it does not do 4K like the iPhones do, it just does 1080p HD recording, it does 120 uh, uh, frames per second slow-mo, they have time-lapse video with stabilization, video image stabilization, they have a three times video zoom with the 8 megapixel camera, so you will probably lose some quality, Uh, again, video geotagging for that, and then the FaceTime camera, or the camera that's front-facing, 
uh, for selfies, which I don't know why you would take a selfie on an iPad. It has a 1.2 megapixel photos, uh, live photos. It has a 2.2 aperture compared to the 2.4 aperture that is facing the other way. It has Retina Flash, 720 HD recording on the front-facing camera. It has backside illumination, HDR for photos and videos, body and face detection, burst mode, exposure control, and timer mode all on that front-facing camera. And the sensors on the device are Touch ID, 3-axis gyro, scope, uh, an accelerometer, barometer and ambient light sensor and of course touch ID with a fingerprint identity sensor which is of course built into the uh, home button and Apple Pay works on this as well so if you're a consumer that will probably be very helpful and it comes and ships with iOS 11. And at the Apple event, you may recall that they did say um, that the iPad will be from $299 for educators, but if you do want to buy it just straight up uh, from the shelf at the Apple store, it is going to cost you $329, so just a little bit more. Um, and then it comes in silver, gold, and space gray, uh, 32 gigabytes, 108, uh, 128 gigabytes. Wi-Fi is 429 bucks, and cellular is $559. Bucks. Um, so, you know... It's, I, I think the basically the bare minimum would be 429 so they kind of are tricking you when you go and see that price tag uh, but that is what that's that is what the price is going to be for that and uh, of course for education it's going to start at 299 and the uh, iPad models right now the iPad mini uh, 4 stays what it is 399 the iPad uh, just the standard iPad comes from 329 the 10.5 inch iPad Pro comes from 649 and the 12.9 inch iPad Pro comes from $799 Alright, that is going to wrap it up for our coverage of the tech specs. Now we're going to talk about a little bit of the ads. It was actually a really good ad about homework. It's called homework. That's just what it's called. It has over uh, 450,000 views already about the iPad. Um, and here is what it is about. So there's a teacher talking in front of a class about their homework assignment. And, and then they go on to kind of hate what they're supposed to do for homework. And, uh, and, then, and then they come home with their iPads and they do it. They really enjoy what they're doing, especially with the integration of the Apple Pencil and their, their new education-based iPads. Here it is. Settle, settle, please. Eyes up here. Eyes up here. We're not done. Group three. Let's have Ivy and Michael. And again, they are uh, literally Brian, hating. You Sally, can tell by their expressions that they're just not happy with this. Thomas. Homework. Thomas, your homework is to explore gravity. That was a book that they threw uh, on, the, on the table, not a iPad. Friday. Friday, please. Friday. And don't forget your homework. Homework. Oh, homework. I hate you. You stink. Funny. I wish I could wash you away in this thing. I think this is a poem by Shel Silverstein. Someone said that. Would smash you to bits. And they threw a homework. watermelon to demonstrate oh, gravity, homework. and they filmed it on their iPad. You're giving me fits. And they're again doing this to prove gravity. I think they just buy a bunch of stuff to to try to prove gravity. In the dark, eat spinach and liver. Pet ten porcupines, then tackle the homework my teacher assigns. Your last 
last on my list. I simply can't see why you even exist. Now this is actually a really good commercial. They're showing that homework is terrible, but with the iPad it's not. Demonstrating the capabilities with, you know, the photo editing. It would tickle me pink. Now they're showing iMovie. Next up, group three. Homework. They're in the classroom presenting. I hate you. Stink. That is a good ad right there from Apple. If you want to see the full ad uh, with the video and audio, go to uh, j slash Apple Homework to find that full ad. Um, it's a great ad. I highly encourage you to check it out. Now, they also released a 56 second ad uh, about the uh, iPad being drawn by the Apple Pencil uh, and everything. And they actually have some pretty good music that you'll hear right there. Um, and they're basically drawing the iPad itself with an Apple Pencil, um, and it's timed very well. Um, it's a very elegant ad. You can see that uh, ad there. It'll be uh, the same page, uh, j-roy.com slash Apple Pencil. Now, I realize you can't see it, But this sounds like Apple Music. They have a very, uh, a very slim genre of music that they pick out, um, and you can tell what's an Apple ad, what's a Google ad by the music they choose um, in each of the, uh, of in each of the kind of ads they do. And speaking of music, we're gonna start up some uh, outro music here. Now, I wanted to just point out that, that uh, I'm very glad for that you checked out this special event um, here on the Jade Doherty Podcast. Normally, I don't do these types of events, uh, but I did do one today. Uh, we're breaking the schedule. Hopefully, we can do some of these uh, in the future with uh, events, and um, we can bring these special events, break the schedule a little bit. If And I hope to do these in the future. If, you know, Google has an event, Windows has an event, Microsoft has an event, Amazon has an event. Uh, any big tech companies have events where they announce big products. I'd be happy to break the schedule a little bit uh, and do that. Again, you can sign up for our newsletter at j-story.com slash newsletter. That would be great. We, you could join over, over 250 active community members within the JDE community. And uh, just for more information about me, the J-Dorty podcast, and more about what I'm doing right now, go ahead and go to uh, j-dorty.com. That's the best place to find everything. The podcast, the videos that we make, everything like that. We're so glad that you listened to this episode. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. We have some amazing content partners. Jada, uh, that'll be, you know, Anchor.fm. That could be uh, Stitcher Radio. That could be iTunes. YouTube. We upload all of this to YouTube. We might start doing a video. The podcast has done very well on iTunes, and we have many uh, people who regularly listen to the podcast. So we'd be great very grateful if you could just subscribe it's very easy that's gonna wrap it up for this episode of the jay doherty podcast uh new episodes normally every monday at 5 a.m but we do break the schedule a little bit for these types of events my name is jay doherty this is the jay doherty podcast thank you so much for listening bye
for listening. Go to j-doherty.com for more content just like this. This is the J. Doherty Podcast.